Hi there, I'm Pastor Gwen. We're doing a great series on how to talk to your friends and neighbors about Jesus Christ. It's such a, an important message to be able to communicate what is living inside of you. In this particular episode, we're going to be expanding that living message of Jesus Christ, how we can stand in it, how it can be a normal flow, and how we can just be in that go-to place of telling the great news about Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. I know you'll enjoy these episodes and you'll be strengthened by them. God bless you. In this episode today, we're going to be continuing our discussion on living the gospel. And uh, what we started out with last episode was talking about uh, doing the work of an evangelist and how, as believers, all of us are called to share the gospel with the unsaved, with unbelievers. And so we had some good discussion about that, and we were kind of ending off on a, a note about God's love and how even in sharing the gospel, um, our motive should be because we love people, mm. right? Yeah. The love yeah. of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, mm. and so it just naturally wants to give and flow outward towards other people. And the one scripture that really helps with that, I mean, is to know that John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave yeah. his only son. And so it's because of God's love that he gave Jesus for us so that we can be saved. It's that same motivation of love that we, by which we should be sharing the gospel. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things that we can get caught up in. Um, as to, is this the Lord? Is He leading me this way? Should I say this now? Mm -hmm. um, or sometimes we're just, we're excited because we've been hearing something from God for our so own lives and we want to share that with everybody. And sometimes the people that we're sharing that with have no concept what we're talking about and they're just, yeah. what? Yeah. Uh, they have no idea. It doesn't minister to them because they're not saved, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. in some cases. So. Uh, we're talking about how love is a ver the motive of love helps us make decisions as to is this the right time? Yeah. Am I saying the right thing? Yeah. Uh, is this the Lord leading me? Yeah. You know, He Himself, He is love. So when He leads us, He leads us in love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And sometimes to our heads, it doesn't look like love. No. <laughs> you know, sometimes the, uh, you have a word for somebody, and it may be something that sounds a little harsh, but if your motive is love, yeah. If, they're, if they're in trouble, if they're in danger, they're making some life decisions that are leading them down a path that's pretty obvious to everybody that this is not going to end well. Love can step in and say, hey, listen, you know what? I'm, I'm concerned about what's going on in your life. Mm -hmm. Love can do that. But, you know, there are people that do that all the time, but they don't do it from love. They do it to be right. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what? That's wrong. Yeah. You're making a wrong decision. Here's the right answer. You need to make the right one. <laughs> and just being right, um, sometimes that doesn't help people. Nope. <laughs> I know for myself, there's people that at times would tell me, that's wrong, this is right. And I'd go, I don't care. <laughs> and I, I'm going to do what I, you know, I wasn't following God and you're telling me this. I don't care. I'm just going to do what I want to do. But I, I know that there are times when I knew that the person who was trying to bring correction into my life, that they loved me. Mm -hmm. They can, it's a wide open door for them to say almost anything that they want to me at that time when yeah. I know and I believe that they love me. Yeah. That's right. And it's the same way when we're sharing the gospel with someone because often it can, be, it can come across as you're a sinner and you're living, you're going to hell and all. people can share it that way. And although that might be true, <laughs> that not coming from love can be 
can be a challenge and people hear that and go, ah, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. I don't care what you're saying. I don't believe what you say. Yeah. And unbelievers can be like that, resistant. But when they hear and they can see that you love them, mm-hmm. you can even bring that. I'm concerned about what's happening with you. This is what Jesus has done for you. You don't have to live that way anymore. Mm-hmm. This is what He has provided for you. He loves you. Turn from that. Mm-hmm. You can even get up there and say, repent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can do it from a heart of love because you're concerned about that person. Right. Yeah. Like, you can. Yeah. Love gives you a lot of access into people's lives when it's sincere, yeah. when your motive is, I want this for you. Not to be right, not because just because this is right, mm-hmm. but for you, yeah. I want this for you. Mm-hmm. It gives you a lot of privilege and access when it's real and sincere in your heart. Absolutely. <laughs> when I first became a Christian, I, I was um, religious. Let's just call it that. <laughs> Let's call it the spade a spade. And I didn't understand or have any comprehension of the love of God at that point. And I was hanging out with a bunch of people, and specifically this one person. We used to do a lot of stuff together. And oh my goodness, I was, I was shoving the gospel and the word of God down their throat, whether they wanted it or not. And <laughs> I was experiencing that resistance that you were talking about, <laughs> Pastor Jason. And, and I have since learned that, you know, take some time and read through 1 Corinthians 13, especially in the Amplified. Mm-hmm. It gives such a great picture of who God is and the love that He has on the inside of us for us as Christians and for every single person in this world. And when you get that concept of that, it changes the way you talk to people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It, it changes the way you talk to people. And, it, and like you said, Pastor Jason, I think that's a great example that, you know, I, you know, I want you to get this. It, this is for you, not because I'm right or because I'm being religious or this is the right thing to do, but it changes that focus. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, John 3.16 is I started out with. It doesn't say, for God knew that he was right. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was wrong. So he sent Jesus to prove that fact. Yeah. <laughs> and now you need to repent and turn from your ways or else. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we do that with music because we understand music speaks to people. And we try to bring uh, and share what has spoken to our heart with music yeah. to others. And we go, Isn't that, I just feel God's love here. Isn't the song great? And they're like, huh? Yeah. It doesn't relate. The Salvation Army, when they started years ago, they used bar songs and changed the words <laughs> for that reason, because they wanted to, to use the music that they were familiar with. Mm-hmm. And, and that was love. They go, they're not going to worship God. They don't know God. Yeah. They're yeah. not going to spend time with that. And sometimes I think we think, well, you know, we'll share the, the deep things. We'll share the, mm-hmm. what moves us. Yeah. And, and that's still wrong focus. Mm-hmm. When we love people, we look at what blesses them, what mm-hmm. is going to motivate them, what's going to reach them. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand it, but I sure learned the four spiritual laws. Yeah. I'd wave it over their head like you did. Yeah. And I'm grateful for that scripture. That, you know, some receive the gospel through contention. I think I was a contentious one, not them. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. But uh, first time I ever really saw that, that they, and I'd heard those stories about, you know, people in the 1970s, because that's when I was a teenager. And uh, <laughs> I was in L.A., I joined a mission group, and got there, and there were people with big Bibles shouting how you go to hell and you're going to burn. They'd be literally on soapboxes. I know we talk about that, and that's a reference, but they literally did stand on like a, a, 
a wooden box, no. which was a soapbox at that time, stand in the box in the corner and, and preach the mean gospel. Mm -hmm. God sent his son to prove he was right and you were wrong. Yeah. And that was the gospel they brought. But it wasn't the good news. No, no. <laughs> it was mm -hmm. the burning news. <laughs> <laughs> How you're going to burn. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that was their message. And it was scary. Yeah. I, I, I walked around them and I was born again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that another thing that sometimes we can get into, especially as believers, as we're learning things and discovering things in God's Word, and it's exciting, it's true, it's real, it's helped us. Sometimes we get into a place where we try to, and I know for me, I've, I've done this enough times to know what I'm talking about here, but <laughs> where I try to teach the gospel to someone oh, who's an unbeliever. Oh. Because, first of all, it's a natural gifting in me, so it just kind of comes out that way. Yeah. But you cannot teach the gospel no. to someone who doesn't know. Yeah. So usually that sounds like this. It sounds like, um, oh, that's because the Bible says this, this, and this. Oh. And therefore, if we do these sorts of things, then these sorts of things will happen. And, and now I'm teaching yeah. the right. gospel. That's mm -hmm. good. But mm -hmm. unbelievers, that very rarely does that make sense to them. Yeah. On, on occasion, you can reach someone that way, and mm -hmm. that might give them a little bit of help. But ultimately, they need to hear what God is saying to them. And that's why preaching mm -hmm. is more important in areas when, you know, we can, when we're with people, is to declare Mm -hmm. This is what God has done for you. Wow. It's not about teaching. It's mm -hmm. saying, this is who he is. Mm -hmm. This is what he's done for you. Mm -hmm. yeah. This is the... And just leave that alone and let the Lord, let the Spirit of God convict mm -hmm. yeah. and bring light in, 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 into someone's heart. Mm -hmm. right? So I found that for me, that's, it's an area I can easily get into where I end up, oh, let me explain. And it, doesn't, it really doesn't help anybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But just saying, that's because of this. You know, mm -hmm. Or... I can share from my heart and saying, I know that this is true in my experience, that God's mm. spoken to me here and done this. Mm -hmm. My mm -hmm. personal testimony of what God's done in my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's a great thing to do. A, a great way to be able to share the gospel with people is to give your testimony because in a way, they can't really argue with that. Mm -hmm. They can disagree, but they, can't, they can say, well, I don't really believe that. But they, don't, they can't say, what you're telling me is... Un totally untrue and unlike. Yeah. They can't argue with that personal testimony to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. So you can share yeah. that with them. Mm -hmm. Say, That's you know, this job. is, God spoke to me in this way and it really changed my life and now because of that, Here's these the things evidence. have happened. Here's the evidence. Mm -hmm. And so you're giving a testimony. Yeah. Uh, this is what I know by experience of God working in my life or mm -hmm. whatever that is. Like your testimony of healing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For example, I had MS and this is how God healed me and now I'm well. Mm -hmm. Here's the doctor's results. Yeah. Now they might still, well, I don't know if I believe that, mm -hmm. but they can't directly say, no, you're wrong, Neil. That's, yeah. that's not it at all because mm -hmm. yeah. this, this, and this. They can't argue with that personal aspect of, of the testimony. Mm -hmm. That's another way that you can share in a way that can, can help and benefit people. And so, I mean, there's just, there's just a lot of ways, unfortunately, we can get, go wrong with it when we try to teach the gospel, when we try to share um, something that we know in our, in our, in our mind that we've learned, yeah. but not necessarily living. Yeah. That's also something that can, you know, oh, I know this great thing, or, you know, we try to uh, teach the, this is, like you said, the four spiritual laws, right? Well, the Bible says this, and this is this, and here are the four spiritual laws. But you don't want, you see, your doctrine doesn't save anybody. 
No. <laughs> there you go. Right? There so you it, go. It might be the doctrine of salvation that you're mm -hmm. sharing, yeah. but doctrine doesn't save anybody at all. Mm -hmm. no. mm -hmm. Right? No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jesus saves people. Yeah. So we should be sharing Him, mm -hmm. yeah. not our doctrine, not our mm -hmm. understanding. We should be yeah. giving them Jesus. Mm -hmm. right? yeah. Not trying to sell them Jesus. No. We want to give them Jesus. Yeah. And wow. you can't give something that you don't have mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in you. And mm -hmm. I don't mean you're not a Christian. I mean, how much is he living in your life, in your heart? How real is that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Such as you've received, that you can give. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if you've only learned something, mm -hmm. and you, I, there's no life necessarily in that if it's not living in you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what are you actually imparting mm -hmm. if wow. you're just giving them what you learned in a book somewhere or mm -hmm. heard in church? But it's mm -hmm. not real in your life. We want to share what's real in our hearts and in Absolutely. our lives. Absolutely. Right. 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 Absolutely. You, you know, people are looking for consistency in mm -hmm. Christians. That's right. So you think about, think, let's just take a scenario. Um, there's a team going out to do uh, street ministry, and they're a team that's been together for a while, and they're consistently going to the same place. The people that they're interacting with, they may be listening to their words, but they're also watching them. That's, yeah. right. that's right. They're watching how they interact with each other. Mm -hmm. Are they being loving and caring and kind and compassionate to each other? Mm -hmm. Are they being consistent in, in how they're acting towards each other and, and acting towards the other people that are on the street and, and that they're talking to and stuff like that? Because it, you know, it, evangelism is, just, is more than just words coming out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. It's your actions. It's, it's how you're interacting with people. It, it's, um, I mean, the Bible says in the Gospels that you know, they, the unsaved, will know God by the love that we show each other as Christians. Mm -hmm. So that's really important to remember, that, that, that aspect of it, that you don't just come with the words that God's put on your heart to say, you come with the actions that, that surround them, that, that you interact with other people with. And um, so it's something really good to remember. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I was just turning here to Mark 16, and it's a, a classic yes. uh, verse, some verses here concerning going into all the world. Mm -hmm. And Jesus says, uh, he said to them in verse 15 here, go into all the world and preach and publish openly the good news to mm -hmm. every creature. And so I've heard it, heard it said this way, um, that the gospel that we're sharing is an as-you-go uh -huh. gospel. Mm -hmm. And the intent or the meaning of that statement is that it's not just a matter of um, well, you know, the third, third Tuesday of every month, our church group goes out and shares the gospel. It's an as you go, which means as you go to the supermarket, as okay. you go to the bank, as you go to a family reunion, as you, as you go, mm -hmm. you share the gospel. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it should come out of our living. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Wow, that's really that's good. good. And, and yeah. not just because that's a, an event or a function or an assignment that we have. Mm -hmm. It should come out of our living. Mm -hmm. There should be enough, uh, it should be living in us enough that it comes out even when we're not trying. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It should come out of our living. So an as-you-go gospel really takes the pressure off. Mm -hmm. Amen. And uh, sometimes what can happen is if you, I mean, not to say anything against, okay, every third Tuesday of the month we go out as a church and go into the streets and share the gospel. That's fine as long as heart motive is right, mm -hmm. right? But if that's the only time that you're doing that, it can very easily just become another function yeah. of church and it lacks heart motive, it lacks, it's, mm -hmm. it's an assignment. It's a, I'm doing a work yeah. mm -hmm. and yet totally lack the reality and the love and the compassion that should be going into the work that you're doing. Yeah. And, uh, and 
And you can see that in certain places where you're talking about consistency. Mm -hmm. And the consistency, if you're going out like that as, as a group or into an area on a regular basis, what makes that consistency important is people see you're just not here doing a job yeah. and then going away. Yeah. If you're here all the time, you must actually care about us. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, that reminds me, you were telling a story just the other day, Pastor, when I can't remember, all the days are kind of melding into one. Um, that happens. Where <laughs> when you were out doing street ministry and, um, and there were some people that ended up in court mm -hmm. and you showed up at court, you and your team showed up at court and they're yeah. like, what are you doing here? We're like, well, we're here to support you. Yes. And that really, just that act exactly. spoke to them mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. volumes. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you had the testimony of, of one of those people in there um, actually getting born again out of that, that act of love to come and support them in the court system. Mm -hmm. And they're now living a wonderful life, married with kids and restored, and and restored yeah. completely yeah. and totally, you know, just that act. Oh. And, and that's, that's another inconvenience. Um, being consistent no matter what we do and where it comes out of the lifestyle. I love what you said about that. It's just so true and, and that, that there's no pressure. It's just as we go. And I think that, that I know some people who that is their lifestyle. They are, are, are going out all the time and bless them and we love them, pray for them. Mm -hmm. But the rest of us can go as mm -hmm. we go yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah. keep it speaking. Mm -hmm. You know, Pastor Ann often refers to uh, what happens in her school, and I love to hear her stories about kindergarten and whatnot. And, <laughs> but we know, like, she's there every day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and she's a living testimony to the children, but not just the children, the parents. Yeah. And as, as someone who's now a grandparent, I appreciate teachers. I appreciate those people who are living that kind of consistency in, in the public eye. Mm -hmm. It's not always easy. I, I'm public, but in a different manner. Mm -hmm. She's in the public forum where she's out with people, kind of in a, it, without choice, in, if, you, if I could say it that way, in front of parents. She is living her faith. And I'm sure they watch her. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, when I, my kids were in school, I looked at the teachers. Yeah. I looked to see, you know, what they were doing because they were speaking into our family, our blood, and, mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. I was, I was aware of that. And we, Anne had said earlier about you're always leading something. I think that was in the other episode. Mm -hmm. And we are always leading something, and people yeah. are always watching, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're always yeah. watching. Amen. That consistency is important. Like I just remember there was one child that. Every morning I greet the students, you know, like with a smile. Good morning. So glad you're here. Come on in. You're welcome. And and this one one boy would would not look at me and and had a very difficult time mm. greeting me back. But throughout the year, that consistency, he goes to grade one, and for a little bit he came to my classroom awesome. to hear that good morning. Oh, really? So glad you're here. <laughs> and, oh, sweet. You you have no idea the impact and who you're impacting yeah. just yeah. by being you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Just by, yeah. Just by being you. <laughs> There's a, a scripture here in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 that captures much of what we've been discussing here. And uh, I'm going to for the sake of time, I'll read it relatively quickly. There's a one <laughs> verse I want to get to specifically here, but the whole thing is good, so I'll try to make it work here. Uh, starting in verse 3, it says, For our appeal, and he's 
referring to preaching specifically, does not originate from delusion or error or impure purpose or motive, mm. nor in fraud or deceit. We're not trying to trick anybody. Mm. Yeah. Right. He says, but just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the glad tidings, or the gospel, the good news, so we speak not to please men, but to please God, mm -hmm. who tests our hearts. For as you well know, we never resorted to either words of flattery mm -hmm. or to any cloak to conceal greedy motives or pretext for gain. God is our witness. Nor did we seek to extract praise and honor and glory from men, either from you or from anyone else, though we might have asserted our authority as apostles of Christ. But we behaved gently when we were among you, like devoted mothers nursing and cherishing her own children. So, being thus tenderly and affectionately desirous of you, we continue to share with you not only God's good news, but also our own lives as well. Mm -hmm. For you have become so very dear to us. And it wow. continues on in that, mm -hmm. in, that, in that regard all the way through here. Mm -hmm. But it's not just about sharing the gospel. Sometimes that can be cold. Yeah. <laughs> this is the good news. You need to get saved. Yeah. I've done my job. I've <laughs> done my duty. That's the gospel. But you said we're sharing our lives as well. Mm -hmm. Our motives are should be apparent. We're not, you know, when your heart is open and your life is open to other people, they can see where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier to trust not just what you're saying, but you, because they can see the quality of your life. Yeah. It backs up the gospel that you're preaching. It sure Amen. does. Amen. 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 Be blessed.